Hey everyone, welcome to Black, Married, and in the Military, a podcast that explores unique experiences, challenges, and even triumphs of military life. I'm Teresa Alexis, known as the Military Bride Strategist, and I'm your host. Today I'm going to be sharing part two of seven things I learned from my husband. As I've said before, there are many things us wives can learn from our husband, and it can be simple. It can be something that makes you really meditate on what they've said. And it can be something that transforms your life. Husbands play a big role in a marriage, just like the wife does. Marriage is not all about the husband, no more than it's all about the wife. Marriage is a partnership, and that's real talk. So I'm going to be sharing part two of these things that I've learned from my husband that has really helped me stop and think and just take a step back and say, you know what? He right. You know, he ain't wrong and it's it's accurate. And even if it's only his truth, it should always make you think. That's an interesting perspective. So starting with number five, I'm not asking you to agree with everything just to respect me. My husband has said that more times than I'm proud of, but the bottom line is when we are married, we won't agree on everything. We won't see eye to eye all the time. And marriage is not about the wife or the husband agreeing with their spouse all the time. We are still two individual people coming together to create a oneness which is a very strong bond. It doesn't mean you lose who you are. It doesn't mean that you just become a robot and, you know, bend at every beck and call of your spouse. This is husbands and wives. So that's not what that means. Even if you disagree with your spouse, you can disagree respectfully. And I know it's not easy. I get it. Everybody wants to have their way. They want their will to happen. They don't want to bend. They don't really want to sacrifice. And then everybody is born with that those selfish tendencies. And you have to unlearn those things, especially in a marriage. Let me just say, disclaimer, there is no room for independence in marriage. Marriage is interdependent. And that is what we're created to do. If you think you just should be independent, like probably it's going to be real hard for you to be married. Because again, like I said, marriage is oneness. It's becoming one. That means you're coming together to form a strong bond that should be unbreakable. So, but I digress. We'll talk about that in a later episode. So husbands, I know they, the way we can show them love is by respecting them. They feel most loved. And this is not all men, but this is most men. You know, it's more men than women. That's why we always say men. But these are things I learned from my husband. But he's not asking me to agree with him. And your husband may not be asking you to agree with him 100%. But just respect his perspective. Respect his thought process. And don't tell him he's wrong just because you don't get it, don't see it, don't feel it, or don't understand. Doesn't necessarily mean he's wrong just means that he has a difference of opinion or a different perspective. Number six, having God at the core is essential, but doesn't mean your spouse will be perfect. Doesn't mean your husband will be perfect. That's not what that means. I know everybody, not everybody, I would say, but most people who are Christian, they seem to think when you are Christian, you won't have issues, you won't have problems. It's like just all of that is erased. But there's this thing, you know, called being human. And while we're not making excuses for being human, the fact that we are human means we're going to mess up. We're going to forget. We're going to take some steps back 
you know, when we should be progressing forward. It's just life. It happens to all of us. But one thing about husbands is they need to know that their spouse has their back no matter what. They don't need their wives bringing them, y'all can't see my air quotes, but know that, that they are there. They don't need us bringing them back to reality. They want us to cheer them on. They want us to encourage them. And that doesn't mean that they want us to coddle them or baby them. They just need to know we're in their corner. We're cheering for them. We're we're rooting for them, not weighing them down, not nagging them, not making them feel like crap for going after their dream. I would never want to feel like crap going after my dreams and my dreams are huge. So I in turn would not want to do that to my spouse in any capacity. And that's not to say you will do it maliciously, but sometimes you can end up doing that, you know, unconsciously, like not knowing you're doing it. But when they bring it to your attention, it's not, well, I do this because no, listen to what they have to say. Listen to what these husbands are saying and have to say and check yourself. It takes a strong, mature person to be able to check themselves when they are told something is something that they do bothers their spouse. It takes a strong, mature person to do that. And again, life is a journey. Play your song in the background. And so is marriage. It's a journey. It's not a destination. Everybody thinking we should arrive at whatever this destination is that I am unaware of, but I know marriage is a journey. I always knew it would be a journey that I would go on. I never in my mind thought it would just be this thing that's hard. And I'm not saying marriage is hard. I think marriage is challenging because just life has challenges, but challenges don't have to be, oh my God, <laughs> we're in this challenge again. Or, you know, it doesn't have to be terrible. It can be fun. I'd be lying if I said that boot camp was like this fun challenge. Some stuff was fun for me, like crawling in the mud. That kind of stuff was fun for me because I liked it. That's why I was in JRTC. But all that other stuff was not fun. And there's going to be some things in marriage that are not fun. It just is. But that doesn't mean you have to dwell on the negative or make everything be negative. You can also dwell on the good and make more things be positive than negative. We all have that ability because we all have the power to choose. But that's on you. That's your decision. Number seven, faith, family, and friends are essential and having a well-balanced life. I know that's important to my husband. I know that he works hard to have those three things in his life. And, you know, some sometimes it can be, be hard. Sometimes your faith wavers. Sometimes your family is a little dysfunctional. And sometimes you don't have friends like you thought you did. There is no worse feeling than realizing that you are somebody's friend, but they're not your friend. That's devastating. That has happened to me before. I know it's happened to my husband and it's hurtful. But for me, I handle things way different than my husband in this area. He is more friendly than I am. Not that I'm not friendly, but like we grew up so different that my first response is not to really just try to be friends with everybody. I don't do that. So, you know, with him, he makes friends more easily. It's not a job, I would say, for him. It's, it's more natural for him. And for me, I have to think about it and I have to be intentional in everything surrounding it. And that's just how my brain works. Don't mean I, I don't like people or nothing like that. It's just a difference in how we operate in that way. And so for him, making friends come a little easy, easier. And then for for me, I'm very intentional about who I allow in my space. Not that he don't, but it's very different for me, like I said. And me, I may consider like one friend in this season to be enough for me. So it's just different. So you got to find what works for you. But I do know this. While I believe your spouse should be your best friend, I don't think they should be your only friend.
friend. And this is not one of those conversations where we're talking about, is it okay to have friends of the opposite gender? That's not what this conversation is about. But I do think you should have friends and they should be mutual friends with your spouse. I'm never going to be friends with anybody who don't like my spouse. That's never happening for me. If I find out you don't like my spouse, that means you don't like me because we are one. And what offends him offends me, vice versa. And for him, he does stuff in in order. I always call him a goody two shoes um, because compared to the two of us, <laughs> he really is. Um, I'm more of the rebel nation, I guess, or misfit. Um, he is in a sense, but <laughs> when it comes to just how we were raised, I always call him a goody two shoes. But for him, it's basically the same thing. Like, you don't like me, that means you don't like him. And I know he's a little bit more grace, gracious. He gives more grace than I do, definitely. But it's one of those things where we help each other balance out because the way I handle things are very different than him. And sometimes he's like, okay, in this situation, it's probably best not to handle it that way. And while I just sometimes give him side eye, I'm like, okay, ultimately I'm like, okay, how can we handle this better? And vice versa. You know, I may tell him, okay, this ain't one of those situations where you can react the normal way you would react. This is how you would handle this situation because if you don't, they're going to do X, Y, and Z, you know? So helping each other balance that out. And faith, when it comes to faith, I want to say there are times in our faith walk where one may be stronger than the other. And that's not to degrade your spouse. That That's not the time to degrade your spouse, make them feel lower than they already feel. That's the time where when God gives you that strength, it is to pull your spouse up, not to drag them down. Because I mean, let's be honest, would you want your spouse to pull a you on you in that situation? No, you want to be uplifted and encouraged when you're not feeling your best in the faith department. Hey friends, I want to tell you about an awesome community I created just for you. If you're a military wife, and that includes married military women, married female vets, and military spouses, you'll want to know about the group called Military Marriage Matters. That's a group on Facebook. In this group, we have fun, we have hard conversations, and connect with each other both online and sometimes in person, depending on your location. From monthly events to weekly chats. This group will help you have fun and just let your hair down. You'll never feel alone as this group has a plethora of people from different walks of life. Get free resources and the inside scoop on events, courses, and coaching discounts that will be coming up specifically crafted for military marriages. If you're like me and you're always looking for ways to connect, give back, and just thrive in life, marriage, and business slash career, then this community is for you. To find out more info and to join, go to bit.ly, the number three, underscore, M-M-M. That's bit, B-I-T, dot, Lee, L-Y, slash, number three, underscore, M-M-M. And I know for me, I've had to be called to rise up to that occasion, even when I didn't feel like it. Because we're always taught that men should lead and men should this and women should that, all that stuff. But in reality, the wife is not going to always be strong enough to support and encourage. And that is the time that the husband is going to need to rise up and pull his wife and uplift her. And in turn, the husband is not always going to feel strong enough to lead. But the wife is there. This is why marriage is a partnership. The wife is there to rise up to that occasion and pull up and uplift her spouse, her husband. It's a two-way street. It's not just the husband do this and the wife do this. 
what are we doing together? That's how this works. So faith, family, and friends, it is essential for a well-balanced life, but those things have to be worked on and you have to help each other work on it. I've had to tell my husband before, okay, I'm gonna need you to have either some friends or some better friends because for the type of lifestyle that we have, I believe that your friends should be helping you grow in Christ and vice versa. Now I do understand there's gonna be times where times and seasons and people where it's you pouring into them and then it's different people pouring into you. It won't always be the same person where it's just a back and forth. I understand that, but you have to use discernment both in your own personal relationships and those of your spouse. I'm not saying you meddle, but it has to mutually benefit if that makes any sense to y'all. And so with family, you know, you married, that's a family. If you have kids, that's adding to the family. And anybody outside of that, you have to set boundaries. You do. And you have to be willing to make it work. Family has always been important to me. Now, now, there's some family who has who I have stronger boundaries with and that's because it's needed there but there's also family I don't have any family members that can just do whatever they want in relation to my family which is my husband and my kids and just do whatever because I set that boundary like these four people are my priority if you're outside of them we will help you as best we can but if it's gonna take away from the four of them for me it's probably gonna be a no more than likely it's gonna be a no and that's kind of my boundary. If it's a yes, it's something that we discuss, but it will never be you come to me and I don't discuss it with my husband. Boundaries. So, and with faith, you got to make sure you point into yourself individually and together. And I get it. I know people say pray every day, make sure you pray every day together. That's okay. In military families, that's not always going to be feasible. I know people have this, I don't know, imagination or something like military people just sitting around at home all day and can do that. You can't always do that. I get that because there's going to be early mornings and late night. And sometimes there's going to be extended TAD. There's going to be deployments. There's going to be exercises. There's going to be all kind of stuff where you won't be able to do it all, all the time or every day. Now, I think individually you should pray every day. Yes. Even if it's just like five minutes, you know, pray throughout the day too. I think that's something that should be done individually. Together, if you can do once a week, honestly, if you could do once a month as a military family, I think you're doing it. Or just a transition family, you're still kind of busy, you know, because you got all these things, all these boxes you're trying to check to make sure that you're doing good and that you're on track as, as a family. So if you can get like once a month, I, I think good on you because there's more than some people. So you got to do what you can and you got to start somewhere. Don't just try to start doing all 30 days. If you do like a three-day challenge of praying together and if you get it done, that's awesome. That's amazing. Clap for yourself. Give yourself some encouragement. Give yourself some credit. Don't feel like you're not up to par because you're not doing, I guess, air quotes again, yeah, what everybody else is doing. You have to do what works for you and you have to do what works for you right now. And I have a bonus for y'all. I know this was seven things, but number eight, the bonus, love has to be the foundation for the why. Anytime your spouse is giving you pertinent information, it could be a cry for help. And so you may be in your feelings. You may feel all kind of way and, and I'm not invalidating that. I'm not saying just push that to the side. But when I say love has to be the foundation for the why, I mean in everything you do. So when your spouse is telling you something, turn those ears on. Turn those ears on and put your focus on them because you love them and you care about them. What if your spouse didn't get that promotion? They may be feeling sad. Don't tell them, oh, it's because you didn't do this or you didn't listen to me. All that stuff may be true, but that's, that's not the time. Y'all have to know the right time and the right place for what you're communicating to your spouse. So if they're coming to you and be like, man, I, I didn't get selected this time. You know, I didn't 
meet the cutting score or however else it is in other branches of military of the military you know I didn't, I'm not getting promoted they may legit feel sad and disappointed on the inside now most men not gonna, not gonna come up and be like bawling crying and stuff like that if they didn't make it I'm not saying that but take it serious when your spouse tells you something take it real serious and don't don't play around with those things if they're telling you anything it's because they feel like you're a safe place and they can tell you so take that seriously and don't don't take it for granted because it's it's real important and it's real important that they're telling you also too love being the foundation means that because you love your spouse because you cherish your spouse because they are important to you there's certain things you will do and will not do because of the love honor and respect that you have for them so although this is seven things i learned from my husband i pray that it was something that helped you to be able to think about things that you can learn from your husband or if you're a husband listening to this things you can learn from your wife because there's so much that we can learn from each other within a marriage we shouldn't just be married marriage marriage should be about something we should be growing together we should be envisioning together we should be building together marriage was never meant for the husband to rule over the wife and y'all know what i mean by that and it was never meant for the wife to rule over the husband marriage was always created to be a partnership it don't matter if you're a christian or not that's why marriage was created it was created to be something beautiful and i don't like saying marriage is hard i, I really don't because i don't think it's hard i think marriage is a journey full of beautiful challenges and that doesn't mean why you're going through them is going to be beautiful but it creates beauty in the marriage y'all know about diamonds and how those are made you know and so just in thinking of that any marriage can be beautiful even when it looks like it's going down the wrong way don't get discouraged your marriage is never gonna look like anybody else's never because it's your marriage and not theirs so don't get caught up in the fact that your marriage doesn't look like the ones on tv or the ones in the magazine or on the commercials nobody's marriage looks like that <laughs> it doesn't because it's a commercial a movie and a magazine now your love story is your love story everybody has a love story and i believe every marriage has a redemption story too of things they went through that was hard sometimes it's more than one it's basically an anthology which is a group of stories but know that your marriage is not lost it's not a lost cause it's not dead because a, a lot of marriages can be awakened i specialize in that i've seen it firsthand your marriage is not too far gone so i pray that all these things that i learned from my husband which helping me or helped me open my eyes and realize how much i can learn i can change and i can transform just with my influence as a wife just his heart my heart and even those around me i pray that this has helped you and will continue to help you to be a better wife if you're a husband up here a better husband and help your marriage to thrive. If you're interested in finding out more about me, the number one military marriage, family, and relationship coach, you can go to www.teresaalexis.com or connect with me on social at Teresa Alexis Speaks on IG, Facebook, and TikTok, and T Alexis Speaks on Clubhouse and Twitter. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe and activate notifications so you don't miss out on any new episodes that go live. I'm excited going forward by how this podcast will impact your life and cultivate a better you and a better marriage and family dynamic. Now go forth and be awesome.